Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the podcast for your face. I'm Chazzy Hunt and it is Ask an Expert Tuesday where I quiz a professional on a particular beauty topic. And on today's agenda, I want to discuss scarring. In my 37 years of life thus far, I've collected all manner of scars. There's the one above my eyebrow where I reportedly ran into a wall as a toddler. And there's several good ones on my hands that I've acquired during some attempts at baking. But I'm sure the ones that you out there and myself are most interested in are the kinds that have taken up residence on your face, particularly after a pesky pimple or acne. On that note, allow me to introduce you to Dr. Eshni Pereira, a fellow of the Australasian College of Dermatologists who practices at Queensland-based clinic, Cutis Dermatology. Dr. Pereira, thanks for joining us today to talk all things facial scars. Thanks for having me. Let's start with the basic. What are scars and where do they come from? How do they form? So there's a number of different type of scars. So with acne, there's a few different things people actually call scarring. There's the colour change, which is redness, or it might be pigment as well. And then there's the actual textural change in the skin. And that might be divots in the skin. It might be raised areas of scarring, or it might be rolling scars. So they're all different types of scars, and they're all caused by different things. The redness and the colour are both caused by the inflammation that are there. And inflammation can leave redness in the skin or it can leave colour in the skin. The inflammation can also cause collagen to remodel under the skin. And that's what causes that textural change. The kind of scarring many of us are concerned with are those pesky ones that remain as a souvenir long after the pimple or even the acne has passed. So once you get these scars, are you stuck with them for life? Once again, it depends on the scarring that we're talking about. So the redness and colour definitely does fade with time. If it's very mild, it can fade within three to six months. In someone who's got quite significant um, or severe inflammatory, we call that redness post-inflammatory erythema, that can last for up to two years. And in that textural change that I was talking about where the collagen is lost or raised, that can unfortunately persist we can get a very, very good improvement, but I think it would be unreasonable, particularly in very severe, severe scarring, to expect 100% improvement. Let's talk about some of those main over-the-counter treatment options for facial scarring. Run us through what's on offer. Okay, so the main over-the-counter treatments do depend on the type of scarring. For redness, we have the option of niacinamide, or vitamin C. Now, they aren't amazing at getting rid of redness, but they have been shown to reduce some of the redness. And if someone's not particularly keen to have any more intensive treatment, that that's what I would recommend to start off with. 
For something like colour change, so the post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, you can try things over the counter that fade the pigment. They include preparations that contain hydroquinone and one popular one is Superfade, which you can buy over the counter. You can also use products with retinol in it, products with alpha hydroxy acid in it, and they're quite readily available over the counter. You can also buy items that contain various botanicals like licorice root, which can also help with fading as well. The scars that are both rolling or raised, there's unfortunately not much that we can do for that. There are, however, products that you can buy, including a derma roller or a derma stamp, and they can work quite well for entry-level scars. I would, however, recommend not using any more than 0.1 to 0.2 millimetres because they can potentially rip the skin or cause more scarring if it's done incorrectly. How long would it take to see results? How consistent do you have to be with it? You really do have to be quite consistent. So with the topical treatments, the creams that you're putting on the skin, it may take several months to actually start to see a response. Some people may get a response faster depending on the concentration that they're using. With the topical active ingredients, should you be looking to spend a lot of money on those as well in order to get a good result? I would spend the money on a good quality product, but you don't necessarily have to spend a lot of money on products. The super fade that I mentioned doesn't cost very much at all. It's in the $20 to $30 range. And some of the alpha hydroxy acid products can be in the $50 to $80 range. So they're not particularly expensive. There are some really good brands that are quite lovely on the skin. For example, SkinCeuticals have a vitamin C and that can be in the $200 range, but it's certainly not necessary to spend that much money. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Let's talk about some of these professional treatment options. So thinking about all the different scars, run us through for each one. What are the professional options when you go in and see a dermatologist? Once again, I'd break down what type of scarring you have. So if you've got redness, the main options that I use are vascular laser, and that's a laser that targets the blood vessels. And you may need a couple of treatments. It might be three treatments. It might be a little bit more depending on the level of redness that you have. IPL treatment or BBL treatment can also target the redness in the face as well. With regards to the pigmentation that some scars cause, again, we've got a number of different laser options as well. So we have Pico laser, which I really like, that can get rid of the darkness within a couple of sessions as well. So normally I say two to three sessions, but you may need three to five sessions depending on the level of darkness. Again, there's another laser you can use called a Q-Switch ND YAG laser, and that also targets pigment. I don't feel like it works as well as the Pico laser, but it is still very, very effective for pigment. 
And then lastly, we've got the textural change that I've discussed. So if the scar is raised, we can inject it with a steroid. Of course, we have to be careful that we don't actually depress it too much and then you get a depressed scar. If we've lost the volume, we've got a few options as well. So we can actually go in and do a procedure called subcision where we either insert a needle or a cannula and we actually break up the scarring that's underneath the skin. So whatever's tethering down the scar, we actually go in and break the collagen and actually allow that skin to lift back up. On top of that, we can actually, and I normally do this, actually combine it with laser treatment as well. So I prefer CO2 laser, but I sometimes also use a laser called Erbium YAG. And what that will do is create little micro columns of controlled injury into the skin, which then allows the collagen to be remodeled. And that works quite well together. And then lastly, we've got the ice pick scars, which are those deeper scars. And I use a treatment called TCA cross or trichloroacetic acid cross treatment, which means we take a bit of trichloroacetic acid and it's usually a more concentrated acid. And we actually deposit that into each of the scars. And what that does is it actually lets the scar become more shallower. So the collagen sort of rebuilds from the bottom up and we allow the scar to become more and more shallow. And then we may then go in and actually smooth it all out with laser at the end. As I mentioned, with the textural change, you can also get collagen loss in the skin. And sometimes we can actually treat that with filler. There are a few different brands we can trial. And what we do is when we inject the filler into the depressed areas of skin, that too can lift up the skin as well and help with some of those divots or dips in the skin. Wow, there's so many different amazing machines out there. Does it take time still? Is there still a time element involved? Absolutely. So with the collagen remodeling, that can take three months to see maximal effect. So normally we do a number of different sessions and we might review the results at three months. So it could take up to a year to actually start to see a really, really good result. What are the per session kind of costs for these kind of treatments? Something like TCA, the trichloroacetic acid, we might start at $150 depending on the surface area per session. You might need three to five sessions to start to see a, a lot of smoothness in the skin. For something like laser, which is the CO2 or Erbium YAG laser, it might start at $700 and go upwards from there depending on the surface area. And for something like the vascular or pigment lasers, they can start at $300 and you may need several sessions for those. If you've got a lot of acne or persistent pimples, do they need to be fully under control before you even go down the path of trying to correct the scars? My preference is to have very good control of acne. So if someone comes in to see me for acne scarring, I always make sure that their acne is under control. Otherwise, we're not going to get the maximal benefit out of treatment. Every episode of You Beauty ends with a myth, so here's yours. Preventing an acne scar from emerging is nearly impossible. True or false? We can do things to reduce it happening. So firstly, if we treat the active acne before it actually comes up, for the pigment, hyperpigmentation, if you wear sunscreen and with all of the treatments I've recommended, you must wear sunscreen with them, that will reduce the level of pigmentation in the skin. 
There are certain medications that we can give to treat acne that also reduce inflammation in the skin, and that will reduce the redness and, again, the pigment and also the textural change in the skin as well. If a lesion of acne is looking like it's very aggressive or it's becoming a cyst, I would certainly get on top of treating that acne very quickly with professional help. So the cystic acne is the type that's more likely to form scarring. Dr Pereira, thank you for helping us to understand how to deal with facial scars. You're very welcome. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia, the only women's media company in Australia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes. Loving your body doesn't come easy. Don't I know it? I have gone up and down. I have stood in front of the mirror with all the clothes pulled out of my wardrobe and thought, ah, oh, my body is not working. And for most of us, it's just this ever-changing, constantly evolving internal battle. So on this week's episode of Fill My Cup, we've invited on Denny Todorovic, stylist, podcaster and LGBTQIA activist to chat about the complicated relationship we have with our bodies and the times when they've just not loved themselves. And I just kind of wrapped my arms around my belly because I take after my dad and I put most of my weight on around my midsection and in my face. And I sort of like hugged my belly and I was like, do you know what? I'm proud of you. You may not have those abs mm. that you had in Sydney when you were running around the Beresford but you're happy, you're living your authentic life, you've stepped into your truth. Listen to Fill My Cup in your favourite podcast app. Thanks for listening. I'm Shazzy Hunt. Our show producer is Michaela Floriano. And tomorrow on the UBD podcast, Erin and Lee will be dishing up the latest beauty news. So tune in then. Bye.